coming up. Her children snap a picture of the license plate number of her car as she's leaving, which her family says in hindsight, that's very suspicious. Maybe the children felt something, maybe they didn't, they don't know. For Vault Studios, I'm Reed Redmond. You're listening to The Daily Crime. Forty-one-year-old Deidre Reed was last seen leaving her home in Pageland, South Carolina, on September 3rd. Forty-one-year-old Deidre Reed was supposed to be making a trip from the town of Pageland to Charlotte. Family members say Reed had plans to meet with one of her sisters to go shopping immediately afterward, but she never showed. The car Deidre Reed was in was last seen at this Greyhound bus station in uptown Charlotte. That was more than two weeks ago, and she's been missing ever since. Indira Esquiva joins us from WCNC in Charlotte, North Carolina, to discuss the case of a missing mother. Indira, can I have you start by telling us a little bit about Deidre Reed? Yes. So Deidre Reed is a mom of three in Pageland, South Carolina. She recently, her fiance had passed away. So she has a son, a seven-year-old son from a man named Emmanuel Bedford. This information is from Deidre Reed's family. Um, on September 3rd, Deidre goes missing and her family has not heard from her since. So take us through in a little bit more detail that day in September. When and where was Deidre last seen or, or heard from? So on September 3rd, Deidre Reed gets ready to take the father of her child, Emmanuel Bedford, to the Charlotte Greyhound bus station. That's in uptown Charlotte. So she's leaving Pageland, South Carolina to head to Charlotte. That's about an hour's drive. Her children, interestingly enough, as she's leaving her home to take Emmanuel Bedford, snap a picture of the license plate number of her car as she's leaving, which her family says in hindsight, that's very suspicious. Maybe the children felt something, maybe they didn't, they don't know. She's taking Emmanuel to the Greyhound bus station. She calls her siblings, makes plans to go shopping after. The family was supposed to go to a wedding later on, so they were going to shop for outfits for the wedding. She makes plans. According to police, there is surveillance video that shows Reed's Tahoe is at the Greyhound bus station. But after that, you don't see her, and her trail kind of disappears. Her family never hears from her again. Police don't know, have not seen or heard from Deidre Reed since. So the last place that her car was spotted was at this Greyhound bus station in uptown Charlotte. But Reed wasn't seen, and we really no one really knows where she's been since. Her family figures out quite quickly that something is wrong because they made plans to see her after, and they never heard from her again. At this point, when Deidre Reed's family first starts to suspect that something might be wrong. What steps are they taking to try to find her and to get the police involved? They are trying to track down and see if there have been any accidents in the area where Deidre was supposed to be driving in or, you know, in uptown Charlotte anywhere. They know it takes 24 hours to file a missing persons report. So they're doing their own research. As soon as they can file that report, they file that report. Even before they're able to file the report, they call police and say, hey, we know we may be too soon, but we're just giving you a heads up. She's missing. It's not like her. It's one of those things where you just have that gut feeling. You know what I mean? And there is nothing in this world that can shake that from me. And here's what they say surprised them the most. 
Deidre Reed's sister, Jamie Avery, said, I never thought in a million years that when someone goes missing that we would have to fight so hard just to get to where we are right now, which they still don't have any answers. I've never thought in a million years that when someone goes missing that we would have to fight so hard just to get what we got so far. So we know, as you mentioned, that they reached the Greyhound station. Do we know, did Emmanuel Bedford get on his bus? So that's where there's a lot of questions. Police have not released any official information on whether Emmanuel Bedford got on that bus or did not get on the bus. The family says they have tracked down the surveillance footage that they have also shown to police. According to the family, they say in that surveillance footage, they can see that Emmanuel Bedford went inside of the bus station got his money back for his ticket, returns to the Tahoe, and gets into the passenger seat. Emmanuel got out of the vehicle. He walked into the Greyhound, walked to the front. They received um, his ticket. He got his money back for his ticket and everything. Detectives have not confirmed that information. And so we haven't heard from, nobody's seen Deidre since that happened. What about the car she was driving, that Chevy Tahoe? Has there been any word on where the car might have ended up? And that's also an interesting part of this case. No one has seen the car. Police say that car is critical to solving this case. It's a 2004 Chevrolet Tahoe, possibly gray in color. We have a picture of the car that you can kind of see the license plate number, but no one has seen the car. Now, Uptown Charlotte is a pretty busy place. So the family says there's got to be more surveillance footage than just at this Greyhound bus station. They've been kind of upset saying, how did we lose that car in a place as busy and happening as Uptown Charlotte? Right. I know you've been in touch with Deidre's family throughout this, and they've said kind of earlier on in the search that they didn't feel enough was being done to find Deidre, that they'd been doing a lot of the work themselves. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yes, absolutely. So the family has really been pushing for answers. From the day that she went missing, they immediately filed a police report. They've conducted their own investigation into this case. We're talking trips to Georgia, where Emmanuel Bedford allegedly lives. They've spoken to Emmanuel Bedford by phone. They've spoken to his parents. They've conducted search parties. They've tracked down surveillance footage from that Greyhound bus station. We've, we've taken multiple uh, trips to Augusta, um, Atlanta. Uh, we've been following any kind of leads we've been getting. Um, we've talked to his grandmother. We've talked to his father. And they have really pushed on social media. In fact, there's a big following and a lot of people demanding answers on social media. That's how the media heard about this case as well. Interestingly enough, you know, Deidre Reed went missing on September 3rd. So, you know, a few weeks later, I would say about two weeks later, it started picking up um, in the media and, and coverage. And I, you know, I started doing my stories. A few days later, on September 24th, is when police name Emmanuel Bedford as a person of interest. The latest on the search for a missing mother of three from Pageland, South Carolina. Police now naming a person of interest in her disappearance. I know police initially said specifically that Emmanuel Bedford was not a person of interest. As you mentioned, that's changed. How did we get to that point? So on September 24th, after the family has been putting out all these social media posts, you know, there's started a lot more attention in the media on the case. 
On September 24th, police say Emmanuel is a person of interest. But he's not a suspect, and he has not been charged with a crime. So a person of interest basically means that he might have information that's helpful to law enforcement. That's also when police put out the statement saying, you know, we know there's been a lot of rumors and misinformation on social media, saying we've been using, you know, aerials, land searches, helicopters, drones, ATVs um, in several locations for this investigation. And they again say we really need to know where that 2004 Chevrolet Tahoe is. Did they offer in that statement on Facebook when they first said Emmanuel Bedford was a person of interest, did they offer any insight into why they're now considering him a person of interest? Is there any new evidence or new information that might have led to that distinction? Or or is that still a mystery at this point? It is still a mystery at this point. At least that has not been revealed publicly by the police. The family, if you ask the family, they believe that her case was not handled or did not get enough attention from the beginning. But police say that they've been doing their own investigation behind the scenes. So, you know, you really, at this point, you, you can't know what's what happened, you know, in a police investigation. This is still very much active. As we're having this conversation, we're coming up on now a month since Deidre Reed was last seen. What are her family members, people involved in the investigation, anyone close to the case? What do they think it's going to take to find Deidre? Well, for one, I want to mention Deidre has three children at home. At the beginning of this case, the first question that I asked her family is, you know, has Deidre ever done this before? Has she ever left or, or disappeared for any reason? Deidre had ele- has 11 siblings. There's 11 of them in the family. And they're very close-knit, very tight. And her family has said it is not like Deidre to just disappear. She would have told someone. It's, it's unlike her. She's never like that. We're, we're always in touch with each other. Always. So they knew from the very beginning that this is not like her. She, she's not the kind of person to just disappear. She's very close to her children. She has three kids, twins, and then a seven-year-old son that she shares with Emmanuel Bedford. Her kids miss her every day, cry for their mother every day. She got got three small kids that miss their mother. The family says that they believe that police need to take a closer second look, specifically at Emmanuel Bedford. They believe that he knows something that could solve what happened to Deidre Reed. It, do, it, do, it doesn't add up. It don't make sense. The story that he's, that he's blankly saying don't make any sense. You have a son here. No, he, he hasn't called to check on his son. Like, how do you do that? His mother is missing. And they have also said that they believe her case has not received enough attention. They point to the Gabby Petito case, and they say that perhaps because Deidre is a Black woman and, you know, her case did not get the attention that it needed from the very beginning. Indira Esquiva with WCNC in Charlotte will be keeping a close eye on your reporting at WCNC.com in the hopes that Deidre Reed is found alive. Thanks for sharing this story. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. And thank you for listening to this episode of The Daily Crime. We're here with a new one every day of the week, Monday through Friday. So make sure you're subscribed to or following the podcast wherever you're listening right now. If you're looking for more, you can head over to vaultstudios.com for a full list of our shows, including our weekly True Crime Chronicles. That'll do it for this one. Until next time, for Vault Studios, I'm Reed Redmond.